Come on. Go for me. It's okay to laugh. Even though we'll cry some more. It's not a bad crying. I saw for the first time our national overseer crying. So I thought I was the only weeping baby. <laughs> oh, under the awesome love of Jesus, those tears can be meaningful and beautiful. Just want to respectfully honor this house. I think I'm least qualified to be standing here but God must have some idea in his mind for allowing me to come here a second time. And I do want you to know I appreciate the privilege you've given me to fellowship with you. So, the part of what God is doing in your midst. I have been blessed just the spirit of excellence upon you and everything that goes with that territory is just awesome. Did somebody just steal my five minutes? <laughs> you did. <laughs> Hallelujah. I have my beautiful wife here with me. In less than two weeks, it'll be 32 years of loving me and putting up with my manners. I appreciate you. I want to honor also the general overseer back in Africa and all the generals who have borne the heat of the day. Look at the fruit, part of their fruit here. When one generation laid down their life, so that another generation can see greater light. Only in the context of what they have done can we truly interpret our relevance and placement. We all know him and them, all of them. And I hope that you, this generation of God farming, that God wants to bring the promise upon that God will help you to keep it humble in the years to come. <laughs> the Lord once showed me a vision of a man of God. He showed me the glory of his ministry, where he was going. It was terrific. And he said, tell my servant, he has done very well so far in keeping his ministry together. He said, but in the years to come, when I lift him up, he will not be concerned about ministry. His only concern will be his soul because of the enormity of what I'm going to put on him. He said, in that season, tell him all he needs is to love me and fear me. And I hope that you can benefit from that because I see where you are going is so huge. And you need the fear of the Lord. 
power, anointing, without the fear of the Lord is disaster. Let that fear rule us. I like the holy hush that came in that moment. Let it rule us. Can we have that song? I don't know. Dr. Tio, <laughs> our song. Come on, come up here. Give him a microphone. Let's worship. Don't mind the time. We can use all the time to worship and I put the mic down. Come on. You love him? To the sentinel, the same. Your name is to be hallowed. From the rising of the sun to the sentinel, the same. Oh, no. 
Father, may you breathe upon your holy word. Give us perspective in a few minutes and bring us back to pray again. In Jesus' name. A lot of powerful content have gone up. Please be seated. I'm going to mention a few things and uh, step out of line with the Holy Spirit to, I mean, step out of line so that the Holy Spirit can minister to his people. I need somebody to help me with the timing, not just this one. Let me know when I'm 20 minutes out, Dr. Ajarida. I need that 20 minutes to worship and allow God to interact and heal his people. Hallelujah. Well, I will title this short 20 minutes exhortation, Encountering the Holy One. For greater works, we need to encounter the Holy One. I read your scriptures, which we have on this convention. Two of them, Joel 2, 21 to 25. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Somebody say great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield her strength. Say something big is coming. I can't hear you. In go famine. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, rejoice in the Lord your God, for he had given you the former rain moderately. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, and my great army which are sent among you. Hallelujah. Then the other part of it. Uh, it's John 14, 12. I merely put some more context into the Joel 2, 21. If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. I'm reading from John 14, from verse 7 to 12, actually. If you had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him, I have seen him. Philip up unto him, Lord, show us the father. And he suffered us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you? And yet has that not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. How says that? Then show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto he that believeth on me, the works that I do <coughs> shall he do also, and greater works than this shall he do, because I go to the Father. All right, let's put it in context. Jesus is saying, in the context of what we have, the greater works. If you have seen the Father, 
seen me, you have seen the Father. So when you see me, you don't need to look for the Father. So if I see you, I don't need to look for Jesus. Well, he qualifies most of it. He said, uh, the one that believes in me, the works that I do, shall he do also? I want to ask you a question. Is that not heavy enough? Hello? Because we are talking about greater work. In what context? He said, the works that I do, shall he do also? I look at the works of Jesus. My goodness. For a leprous man, be clean. He's clean. A man, he said, my daughter is dead. He's sick. He's delayed. And the daughter dies. And you say, fear not, only believe. God there wakes him up. They are taking a child for burial. The only son of the mother. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And he woke up the boy. Instead of a barrier, they had a reunion. Another day, somebody else was sick. His own friend. He delayed. Does God really delay? The guy died. Buried in the tomb four days. The sister said, by this time, he stinked. Totally rotted. The water on one side, bones on the other side. Only one word. Lazarus. Comfort. <laughs> Do you know what will happen when you begin to walk in those realms? The adversary will be shut down. Get ready. This devil you see is a small boy. Can I say it in Igbo language that I don't speak Igbo? Apologies to every other person who want to carry small picking. We see what the virus have done to the whole world. A small invisible virus shut down all the nations, national economies, some of the biggest nations are still struggling for a small invisible virus. What would the finger of God be like when Jehovah stepped out of the hiding place and said, let me show you my face again? So I don't believe greater works mean that we can improve on what Jesus has done. He has done the highest work because he has given the Father the highest obedience and has not credited us with his own obedience. But what is this greater work contest? I want you to also read it again. First, I say, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Why? Please, louder. So the emphasis is where? If Jesus goes to the Father, what, how does that affect us? How does that move us on just doing the work he had done to greater works? 
<laughs> greater works. What is greater work here as opposed to the work that I do? Shall you do also? To unravel that we need to connect another door, which is because I go to my father. What is the main implication of Jesus going to the father? It means that a vacuum is created. Hello? Hello? Because a vacuum is created, that woman that was crying with the last baby will have to bury her baby. That priest that came saying, my daughter is sick at the point of death, will have to bury her daughter. Lazarus would not have had the opportunity of a second chance. So, what did he do? John 16, verse 7. Say, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I'll send him. So this is the secret of the greater works. The comforter. Because you have to understand that the Lord Jesus didn't do those works. Hello? If you read the contest again from much earlier, he was talking to Philip and tried to make him understand. And tried to tell him, listen, listen, listen. If you don't believe me, believe for the very world's sake that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. For I can do nothing of myself. My father walk hither, I walk. So Jesus was not doing stuff. And the reason we are coming up against impossible circumstances, we are in action. Instead of allowing him to be in action. Hello. Hello. Two nights ago, I was praying in bed. My wife was beside me. I was still praying in bed, but the Lord showed me something he wants to do here. So I moved away. I couldn't, I, I moved away. I went to the prayer closet to talk it over. Yesterday, when we came, I drove all the way from Virginia. I was tired. As soon as I entered the hotel room, that atmosphere. And I was just sobbing. I was sobbing with gratitude because of what the Lord was saying he would do here during these few days. 
It's not the work of a man. It's not the anointing of a man. It's not the eloquence of a man. But it's the glory of the living God. The glory of the living God. The atmosphere was harsh. You know, when you really see him sometimes, you feel so unworthy. You feel so unworthy. <sighs> Many years ago, I wanted to see power in my life. I used to do a lot of 21 days fasting, some days fasting. So I would go for 40 days. I wanted power. And I was started. On the 26th day, my God, I was in the church. I just was sharing the vision I saw. Boom, the Holy Ghost came. For two and a half hours, I was like a spectator at a pure miracles, a flow of glory. On the 33rd day, I was in another church in the hotel room praying. I saw smoke pouring from my hand. I said, wow, it's going to be great today. Power feeds your ego. When I got to that hotel, to the church that night, everything I preached didn't go past the, my head. Didn't even reach the, the ceiling. I said, Lord, why are you punishing me? What sin did I commit between hotel? I mean, I hear smoke in my hand in hotel. I hear what happening? He said, quit trying to make me do what you want. I was trying to use him. Sometimes he allowed people to use him. He allowed Judas to use him every day, eventually sell him for $30, which is one of the danger of power, as you were saying, without knowing something of the terror of the Lord. Any privilege will kill you. <laughs> well, on the 40th day of that fast, it was different. Because the Lord came and sat by me. I was in my living room sitting there. He came and sat there. It's not like he sat there and I'm seeing him, but I know he was sitting there. His holiness overwhelmed me. I started weeping, sobbing. In his holiness, I could see myself. That I had nothing. I was less than zero. I had nothing to bring on board. I didn't even have faith. He has to also give me the faith. Nothing! All I could do was so cry. I said, God, it's not fair. It's just not fair. It's not fair. I'm totally empty. I have nothing to contribute. What I did not realize immediately. <laughs> what I did realize is that, okay, I, did, I do not need power. I do not need power. I need him. So, he allowed me to touch those power, all those. But this time, he actually came to give himself to me. 
So, what is the basis of the greater works that the Holy Spirit can come to every single believer? And that every single believer can welcome him or create room for him. In order to do that, the first level of shift is this leadership. Quit being the champions and the superstars. As long as you are the stars, our brethren are looking at us to give them the miracles. Hello? So we can pastor a church for two years and we cannot take a break for one month without the church empty out. What is that? You were the center of it. Are you there? So the first level of shift is to understand that it is a person of the Holy Spirit who was in Christ showing him those works, those manifestations and this Holy Spirit right now is not only in that one body. It's in millions of people. That is the greater work secret. When one Jesus anointed with the Holy Ghost and power and he went about doing good, healing all that were sick of the, or oppressed of the devil for God. God was with him. And that same Holy Spirit comes to take residence in each one of us. Hey, when the Spirit of truth is come, he will what? Show you things to come. He will reveal stuff. He will unveil things. So we need to shift from doing our own stuff. From making people admire us and quickly get these people ready. There are men and women here with destinies in their hand and are just going through the motions of church. And if they will be honest, many of them are bored. They are bored. I will manufacture a lot of programs to keep them coming. Turn them loose. I don't mean to be rude, please. Turn them, ignite them with fire. Second Corinthians chapter 3. Let me quickly go through a few facts. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17.
Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 18. But we all with open face, beholding as in the glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. There is a process that we must all, including our followers, engage. The process of metamorphosis. Hallelujah. When the Lord, say the Lord. Can't hear you, the Lord. When the Lord, the Holy Spirit, is allowed room room in a church, room in an individual life, room in a ministry, room in a business, room in whatever, if you give him the room, what will he produce? Liberty. Please say with me, liberty. Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Please say it again. Liberty for what? Freedom to know and become what the Father actually has for you. Can I say something? Can I say something? Greater work shall you do. You are no human doing. You are first being before doing. If you merely do without being, it will lead to depart from me. I know you not. And we are seeing many like that. We don't even know where those fires came from. But what the Holy Spirit does, it takes away the veil. He lifts the veil. When he lifts the veil, you are able to see the glory of the Lord, the real Son of God. And what you see, you start to become. Are you there? Are you there? I gave you a little example, my poor example. On the 26th day of that fast, what was that in, in that church that was moving all over, demons crying, healings? The pastor of the church said, saw smoke in the building. What was that? Hello? What was that? <laughs> Activity of the Holy Spirit. That does not suggest that God was trusting himself to me. The fasting have cause a spiritual catalyst and it showed me possibilities and things that there are things that frightens demons what is inside you once the veil of the flesh is dying a little bit it frightens demons however that is not even glory when the real glory showed up it was in my living room there was no smoke <laughs> 
There was no demon crying. What did the real glory do to me? It made me see how empty I am. It made me to see that I have nothing to contribute. There is nothing. Everything will flow from him. Hello? How many of you want God to give you power? Don't be afraid. Put up your hand. You want God to give you his power. That's good. With his power, you can do a lot of good stuff. He said, you shall receive what? After that, the Holy Ghost is? How many of you still want the power? Uh-huh, somebody. <laughs> but how many of you just want the Lord? <laughs> how many of you are the sons of the rich man in the wisdom story? Who chooses stuff? Or who just chooses the slave? The chief slave. Hallelujah. If you allow what God wants to do, God permit, is not to offer you mere riches, wisdom, excellence, spiritual power. That will be good though. It will attract the crowd to you, but it will feed your pride. What God is doing is, to, is giving himself to you. You have to want him. You have to want him. It has to be the desire of your heart to have him as well. Let me mention three quick important shifts that need to happen. I'll mention one. The first shift is to understand if you are going to see greater work, all of you standing in front here, Stand and turn around. Please do that for one minute for me. Stand up and turn around. Turn around. Excuse my behavior. The greater work will happen with those people you are seeing. That's where it's going to come from. Put everything you have into them. Don't be easy, easy with them. Don't pet them. Don't let nobody use their money to get away with nonsense. And I'm going to tell every person, a, a pastor that is not going to discipline you and handle you, be strong to handle and correct you, cannot get you to your destiny. Don't ask your pastors to patronize you. They were not anointed for that. They were anointed to equip you and give you wings to fly. Thank you, gentlemen. Shift number two, that need to happen, miracles without purpose, a severe limitation. I will just give you a narration since I don't have time. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, we see a widow woman crying to the prophet, man of God, help. You know my husband feared the Lord. Now the debtors, creditors have come to take my children for bondmen. The man of God said, what shall I do for you? What have you got in the house? 
say nothing. If you have nothing, what will God multiply? I'm sure God remembered, I said, oh, a pot of oil. It's okay, do this. Go to your neighbors who? Please say that word. Borrow vessels. Borrow not a few. And when you have come home, shut the door and start to pour in. Did it work? Did it work? What stopped the oil? There was no more there was no more vessel. If there had been vessel, the oil would still be flowing. If there were vessels piling up and connecting up to Nigeria, the oil would flow to Nigeria. It can flow anywhere. You just need vessels to connect more. Are you hearing me? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Now, the man of God said, she went back to man of God, which is a good woman to me. At least it's good. I gave her credit. Many people will get that miracle. They will return back to the church. He went back to man of God. He said, go sell the oil. Pay off the debt. You and your children live on the rest. That, in other words, they have solved their entire lifetime problem. They paid all their debt. They have supply for the rest of their lives. But I call it a miserable miracle. And this is one area that needs us to shift. Why is it a miserable miracle? How many vessels was she told to borrow? Not. How many is not a few? Huh? Okay. She was told where to borrow it, right? From who? Who are your neighbors? She had no vision for her neighbors. Behind that one widow were thousands and millions of other widows. If she had simply had a vision for other widows, she said, man of God, is that what you just told me by the Lord? All right. She would call a council of widows meetings. Say, this is what I'm told though. Gather as much as you can. What do you think would have happened? All the widows would have lined up and they would see their vessel filling. Do you think they would be dancing or not? I'm not hearing you. She would have brought joy to so many widows. She would have moved from just being blessed to having the widow supply ministry international. The miracle of a century came. She had no capacity for it. If you talk about greater world, build capacity. What are these people looking for? When you get what you are looking for, what do you need more? Do you need a husband? A couple of nice children? A good home here and one in Africa? Is that your dream? A good wife? That meets all your needs, even some of your unspoken needs. 
an average church, a good income, a big car. What is your heart cry? What do you want the God of heaven to put his hand behind you for? In this hour, we must shift away from our agenda. Read the handwriting. There are millions of Christians in Ukraine when their bombs start landing. Don't say it cannot happen here or it cannot happen in Nigeria. Don't say God forbid, God will never allow that. If we don't know why we are in the moment, he that is in a place of honor and knowing not is worse than a beast that perishes. Shift from your agenda. Every time we are preoccupied with our agenda, it feeds our fear. It feeds our sense of need. When we throw ourselves in reckless love for God, it takes us past ourselves. What I'm really saying, you gave your life to Christ, can I see your hand? I know you did. But all these many years, God has been working on you to get you to a place where he also can give his life to you. So you have something to share with your neighbor, with your generation. How many of you are hungry? I see some of you are very hungry. I mean, like Pastor Ladakh said, I will be surprised if there are no great breaking out among you in the next couple of months and years. I believe Something solid is about to happen in your midst. But we must understand where the emphasis lies. What is in your house? He asked the woman. She got something that was of value she didn't know. Something that, touched by God, became so phenomenal in his ability to change a whole world. She limited it because she only had one vision, herself, her survivor. No wonder God killed her husband. They ran the ministry. The man was a prophet. He was a prophet for belly. So God tolerated it and killed him. And she still did not get it. Can't you hear the cry of people around you? Can't you? Another one is in the Genesis story of Lot. Abraham interceded for Lot. The angels came there. And uh, Sodom wanted to rape angels. Does that smell like America today? These are people we leave you, we smile, we do all things. They are, everything is going crazy. But the angel told him, up! We're getting out of here. The Lord has sent us to destroy the city. The bombs will be landing tonight. What have you got? That is a cry that pierces my heart. They ask him, what have you got in the city? <laughs> Men, women, son-in-law, what have you? 
Wow. Wow. This old man has nothing. He went to those who were to marry his daughter. Only those two. What? He even came into Sodom with more. Remember, their suffering was so great that Abraham had men and his own headmen were having a fight. Where did everybody go? He totally lost his influence. But also he went to his son-in-law. God wants to dis- destroy this place. Get it, let's get out. They said he was a comedian. It was like one acting comedy. So his influence was totally out and out. That even his sons-in-law couldn't take him serious. Choose your priorities. If your priorities are wrong, you'll be in church and losing your children. If you don't embrace the bony desire of God's heart, and if you think that God's purpose is to just bless your family, make your children good education, they earn a great salary, and they are making waves, great career, every time you are putting prayer points here for more and more and more blessing, and you don't mobilize your house to be relevant. And you are building more and more houses in a place that may soon burn down. It will be a loss. Can I say this one once so we can pray? Think of it. Many things that give people joy and a sense of pride now will make them very sad in eternity. When that last moment comes and they draw their last breath, they look back on the journey of their life. They'll be very sad. I believe God wants to heal some people. Let's pray. Let's pray. We're out of time. Just let's give him praise right now. Get on the keyboard again. Give him praise. I want you to do me a favor. If you are in need of healing, come to the front area. If you need an encounter with the Lord, come to the front area and just be before him and ask him to meet you with fresh grace. Fresh grace. If you need healing, come. If you need an encounter with him, come. Just stand in the front area there. We have 10 minutes to calm down. Please come. Thank you, Jesus. If you have problem with your hand, maybe you cannot stretch your hand, you can't move your hand. That's something that I receive specifically. I want you to come and let me see you. If you have a problem with your hand, come and wave me and let me know you are the one. Adonai.
sons and daughters now breathe upon them as you have said to me meet them, meet them, meet them touch, touch 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 with your healing with your healing, touch touch, touch touch touch, touch touch, touch Touch, touch, he comes, he comes, he comes, touch. Men of God, they are far from me, they are closer to you, please. Touch them, receive your healing right now. I rebuke that devil, receive your touch in the name of Jesus. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Go ahead, go ahead. Men of God, please. Please.
Jesus, be healed by the power of God. Stretch forth your hand now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Stretch it. Stretch it. Do what you couldn't do before. Go ahead. Go ahead. That hand is released. In the name of Jesus, permanently bring her closer. Never again. The oppression is destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Move the hand like you never could do it before, man. Move it without fear. Move it without fear. I command your muscles to loosen. I command the pain to go. Who, who again? You, sir. Move that hand. The name of Jesus, you're healed. You're healed. Totally free. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. How is the hand now? How is the hand? Huh? Give her a microphone. Yes, sir. It's okay, sir. It's okay right now? Yes, sir. How long have you been having the issue with it? 2019. And it's okay right I now? I fell down that time. Yes, you sir. fell down. Who yes. set you free now? Jesus. Wow. Jesus is good. How are you, sir? What's happening with the hand? Move it. Thank your father. I put my hand on your shoulder. In Jesus' name, loose! Be healed. Thank your Father. Thank your Father for your healing touch. Thank you for your healing touch. I give you praise and glory. 